and welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It is the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and with me as always is my CEO, my co-host. I didn't even write a joke this time. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping that you would do the introduction, but as usual, it's my co-host, Kieran. How are you, buddy? I am brilliant, Excellent. Church, and happy Melbourne Cup Day. How, happy <laughs> Melbourne Cup Day. I was just going to try to do a joke off the top of my head about you losing money on the Melbourne Cup, but yeah. um, you were at a job interview, so... Let's not so, get bogged down, down with who was at a job interview <laughs> and, and who wasn't today for an academic <laughs> ongoing position. <laughs> Um, but Turch, I know you watched the race furiously, so who won the Melbourne Cup? Uh, it was a horse. <laughs> horse. Shame, shame, shame. The, the jockey You had, take a day off on a public holiday, yeah. and you don't know who won the Melbourne Cup. I'm quite happy the, with that outcome. The reason why we have the public holiday. You were at a job interview. <laughs> uh, Let's not get bogged down in details, because yeah. with us today is uh, a guest that we had on very early in the in the show's career, we've we're returning guest, first time back, long time listener, first time. <laughs> I, I actually think I actually think he's up there in as a, like one of our number one listeners. I would definitely say so because we have checked out your SoundCloud <laughs> account and we can see who is oh, listening. Mate, if I'm your number one. That's a bit sad because I, I just figured out I'm like more than ten behind. So oh. can I get a quick recap? What has happened in the last ten episodes? Uh, not much. <laughs> yeah. No, we had a guest on. We had one guest on, and the last couple of episodes have been pretty good. We had big fortieth special, which was we did. We did have a big fortieth special. Thing. What did we do for the fortieth special? We had uh, all of our lovely uh, ex guests and uh, oh, that's right, the rant. rants, which yeah. was really good. But anyway, Ryan is back on the show. <laughs> we do introduce the person we have on the show. Ryan, he's back. He's well, back. our number one listener, like I said, we we do track the people who do listen to us, and Alice is not keeping up. Um, poor form, poor form. I know. Form. So, welcome. Um, it's been a rivalry, me and Alice. <laughs> it, it took a lot of effort, or none at all, really, to, to win that. No. Oh, a- <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I Again, I'm like 10, 13 episodes behind. <laughs> um, how have we been doing? Uh, yeah, if, episode one to thirty, terrible. I'd say you've been keeping current, but seeing as I'm so far out in time, you guys seem like you're very behind on the pulse. Oh, okay. That's about, that's that's well, this is this is this is uh, Arpel NYPD. Um, he looks like he's twelve because he shaved his beard for Movember, which not- you didn't even notice. I can't believe it. I was like, <laughs> when I saw, I him, walked in like twelve years younger, and he didn't even notice. I, I looked at him like. Something's different. Maybe it's the NYPD shirt. <laughs> you would be terrible at spot the difference. <laughs> I should be on the counter-terrorism team, right? You know, and trying to find all the criminals. Does this man have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> he may have had a beard, he may not have. We don't, we'll never know. What colour was his hair? Either black, brown, or red. 50-50 on all those three. Or it wasn't there at all. <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome, welcome back, Ryan. Welcome well, to I feel show. like I was tricked on here. <laughs> well, welcome to our Melbourne Cup show, but we're not going to talk yeah. about the Melbourne Cup at all because I felt bad. We sort of missed out last week on an episode putting one up. We were both sick yes. at various times, so we're back now. It's all good. So this is our Melbourne Cup show, but we'll have two episodes out this... We, we're going to as best we can produce more to catch up. Because <laughs> um, we love our fans so much, we do. Actually, James is also up there as our number one. Of fan course, as well. he is absolutely uh, Sydney listener. He's so been doing very well there, and a gentleman from Egypt. <laughs> I've noticed as well because I'm going to say something very exciting. Three thousand listens on SoundCloud, which is really incredible. We're very excited. But Kieran, did you want to start with the rant, or did you want me to kick off the rant? Uh, you I'm... kick off the rant. All right. Kieran doesn't have a rant. I'm calling yeah. right now. <laughs> I got to think. I had something the other day. You did have something, and yeah, I should have written it down. Yeah. And I'm is, is this why I'm here? <laughs> is this why you tricked me into being here? How did I trick you into being here, Ryan? <laughs> you mind games. <laughs> You're here. Well, nonetheless, I have. I do have a rant. Uh, one thing that uh, is very exciting that I am starting to look for another property to purchase. With the lovely... Uh, Jeez, the save a few for the rest of us. Yeah, I know, right? But anyway, so Jess and I are finally looking for a piece of property to purchase, to live in, or 
baby investing, just depending on what, what's going to work out for the monies. And that's all that's important. Thing. So that means instead of doing the podcast at your parents' house, because well, fine recording <laughs> studio this is, we'll be able to do it at your own house. It'll be great because I'll actually be able to make the room soundproof and, and actually... Sound so, a bit better than so this. So tell me about this. Is it a three bedroom or a two bedroom? Well, I'm looking for a two better. Yeah. So I don't want too much. I want something a bit close to the city, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I think the most important thing is where? Where are you looking? I'm oh, looking in uh, Coburg area, which is not too bad. Nonetheless. I want to hear about this room that's going to be our studio. Oh, I'm quite the studio excited. is going to be very <laughs> exciting. I'll, I'll show you not my Not the spare design. bedroom, Kieran? Pardon? You don't want to hear about the spare bedroom? Well, it's going to be the studio slash spare bedroom. Hey, so. You can sleep on the balcony, you're right. <laughs> Summer's coming up. It'll be warmer. Hammocks. 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 Business hammocks. Egg productivity <laughs> hammocks. Uh, but nonetheless, I've been looking around. this now, And one thing I've had to deal with recently is real estate agents. Oh, the real estate agent. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mum. <laughs> if anyone could... I hope people can hear the, uh, vacuum, cleaner. the vacuum cleaner going on in the background there. Well, they can because we've got such expensive <laughs> microphones. I, I like it. It's adding hustle and bustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making this place feel lived in. It's really... Is she vacuuming the deck? <laughs> Look, leave my wonk mum alone. She'll do, she'll clean the concrete if she wants. <laughs> Hold up, Kieran. How do you clean your deck? Uh, I don't have a deck. It's the word. Is that a euphemism? I don't even know anymore. Nonetheless, I've been having to deal with um, real estate agents. And I'm going to tell you two separate stories that happened on the same day about real estate agents of why I'm already over real estate agents. We looked at a property down in Fairfield. Mm-hmm. You know, people, you don't have to use real estate agents. Yeah, I understand that. But, you know. But the whole society uses real estate yeah. agents. Sunless, we went down this place in Property Fairfield. expert Kieran here. Yeah. <laughs> You just seemed so smug and proud of yourself. You just like sat back in your chair with your arms wide. You're just like, yeah, I fucking told him. Uh, I'm not using them. If they are using them, I'm going to the place to purchase the property. But you can be like, hey, let's not use the real estate agent. I'll pay you direct so we don't have to... We can cut them out. Yes. You can cut them out. Yes. They don't have to walk they're away just, with... They're just two advertising. Per- How much are they charging? 2%? I, I'm not selling the property. <laughs> No, 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 no. Real estate agent. What are they commission? To 2%? 3%? I don't know. Oh, right. No, that's at the other end. Right. You're yes. buying. <laughs> I'm not selling. I'm <laughs> buying. It's not my... Anyway. Whatever the price is, take away their commission. <laughs> Cut it down by 2 to 3%. All right. So nonetheless, we're going to go into this property and we walk in to this property and it's sort of a bunch of uh, apartments all on top of each other, like a unit block sort of thing. Couldn't find the place because it was so hidden. I'm mm. like, okay, so all off the bat. Was it in the prison? Because there's a prison down in uh, Coburg. The old Pentred prison. It is, but we're in Fairfield at this point. Okay. <laughs> Keep up with the story. <laughs> when no, did you move to Fairfield? <laughs> well, we're looking at places in Fairfield I thought you were well. in Coburg. No, we were. <laughs> we, we're. That's another story. That's this the second is, part of the story. This is a very confusing story. <laughs> so we're in Fairfield. We're about to look at a place. Okay. The gentleman opens up the door. Oh, gentleman. The real estate agent. And goes, are you here for the property inspection? I'm like, yeah, so we walk in. And just before we walk in, Jess and I have this stench of cigarette smoke come out of the apartment. It wafts out of the It was disgusting, apartment. like really, really, really potent. And we're just like, oh, okay, already off the bat. No, not so good. And then before we walk in, the guy goes to us, oh, please take off your shoes. I'm like, oh, okay. So we take off our shoes, we walk in, this, the smoke, you can just smell the, the thick smog of... Cigarette smell, mm. you know, in the air. And I'm looking, I'm looking at the apartment. It's not too bad. We look at the bedrooms. And I go, oh, well, maybe it's like an, you know, uh, like Indian cultures. Sometimes like they ask you to take off the shoes. I look at the photos, and it's a bunch of white guys with a dog. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty weird. Whatever. And then straight just, off the bat, you know that dog's not taking off its shoes. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, I take my shoes off when I come into your house. If that's a comfort thing, <laughs> it's oh, com- completely I, different. <laughs> I can leave them on. I could I just so everyone had their shoes off. So I'm like, I better take my shoes off. It's a comfort thing. Wait a minute. Was I supposed to take my shoes off? Because my shoes are on. No, it's a comfort thing. It's fine. You can do whatever oh, you left, want. I would have left my shoes on. <laughs> Nonetheless. Well, I'm living the life right here, man. I got <laughs> my shoes on and it's fantastic. <laughs> We're about to leave. Mm. And then I noticed the real estate agent still has his shoes on. 
So he made this Bastard. big song and dance about us taking our shoes off. Leaves them on. Oh, it's a power trip. It is. It power is. play. Anyways, power so, play. Anyway. Out of the deal. Out of the deal. <laughs> anyway, so I didn't buy that place, obviously. <laughs> then we go to Coburg to look at the place. Another suburb. Now, did they do the clutter clean? Did, was it very like, it looked like a house, but it wasn't quite a house because they've taken a lot of their shit out to make it look bigger? No, no. It was a, obviously being rented out. So they just left it in an absolute chaos. Okay. Yeah. So we go to this other place and the real estate agent, this one, he is in a suit. I'm like, okay, good. He, starting off. At Wait, a good the real point. estate agent previously wasn't in a suit? No, no. He was just in a shirt and jeans. No, 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 no. I thought real estate agents had to be in suits. That's what I thought they too. They have to be one of the most well-dressed profe- This is why I could never be a real estate yeah, agent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Despite I- all your tailored suits. <laughs> Actually, what are you spending all this money on tailored suits for? I've got to talk about ties in a second. Um, no, oh, no. Ties can't wait. You handle the ties now, friend. All right, well... <laughs> No, no, I like I like the tailored suit, and I was in a suit today, and it was great. And I like wearing suits to, to weddings or, or to events, right? Or to a job interview. But I also like to get out of the suit as quick as possible. Yeah. I like to be, you know, come free. Free. It's like you can't appreciate not being in a suit until you've been in a suit all day. <laughs> no, I could never wear a suit all day. That ain't going to happen, right? They're short periods. <laughs> I look good in the moment that I've got to be seen in the suit. Oh, you hear that? Kieran looks so good in his suit, it can only be done for short periods <laughs> of time. It's a tie, that's right. That's right. Um, now, with a navy, dark navy blue suit, <laughs> right, that I want to make sure I got my tie selection correct, right? Because we are with mm-hmm. Ryan, who is the tie expert. I have been overseas with Ryan. Well, I hope you didn't many... wear a black tie with your blue suit. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. All right, good start. Good start. All right, so, so continue. It, it's like a black suit, but it's actually navy blue, but it's really dark navy blue. Oh, it's like really dark blue. Yeah. Okay, okay. Right. You're painting a good wear picture here. With a white, with a white tailored, so tailored suit fits really well with mm-hmm. a tailored mm-hmm. white silk shirt. It's just cupping everything cotton. that needs to be cupped. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Cupped away. Right. What colored tie would you wear with it? <laughs> oh, with it got a blue shirt, a blue, a blue suit and a white shirt. You can, you apart can wear from a, black, it's you, you can wear blue. Yeah, obviously, yeah, and you can, can get different kind of patterns of blue. I got yeah. a really nice blue with some like white dots on it. That's great. Yeah. Um, no, actually, uh, orange goes really well with blue. Yeah. Surprisingly enough. Okay. Well, I wore blue tie, so that's good. I, I obviously <laughs> um, got it right. I if you're doing like a wedding or something, chuck a little pink in there. Yeah. Pink tie. Hmm. I find that if your shirt's plain and your suit's plain, you go for a like patterned mm. tie. Uh, good, good, because I went for a patterned tie. I was sort of, sort of one of these like, oh shit, which tie am I going to pick? You know what I mean? I know. But if you're wearing a suit, can I ask a question? Mm. Would you always wear a belt? Well, I wore a belt. Always. Like, always. if you're wearing a suit, always wear a belt. Always wear a belt. Or the real estate Well, agent, the only time you wouldn't wear a belt is if you're wearing suspenders. That's true. But, but, you, but you've got to be seen. You've got to be seen in the suspenders. You can't hide the suspenders. Oh, well, nobody's wearing suspenders without doing that whole thing where they stick their thumbs <laughs> on it and just kind of hey. pulling it out the whole time. Like, yeah. just standing there like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. So, was he... Was, so, the real... Well, back to the real estate, real estate agent. agent. So was he? Was he, he? He did not wear a belt. He did with not his wear suit. a belt. So, <laughs> what's holding up your pants, sir? I mean, without the belt, can you really say he's wearing a suit? I, I mean, that's a part of being part of wearing the, a suit. Yeah, like, it's not the, really wearing a suit if you don't. don't have I can understand on. if you're not wearing a tie. Like you can wear an open shirt and a jacket and a suit, and, and you know. I'm a fan of the open shirt. The the, the you know, yeah, not, yeah. not wearing a tie. And, yeah, I'm a yeah, big fan of that. Wait, how how open are we talking on that shirt? <laughs> Three or four buttons. I saw a guy on the tram the other day. He clearly just had so much self-confidence or just gave no fucks. Can I uh, ask a question about that? Can, did he have a gold chain? No gold chain. Oh, wow. He was not Persian. <laughs> He's like leaning back on the rail on the tram. Massive gut. Just a fucking keg. Bottom two buttons undone. Why? Just, just wide. That's a comfort just, thing. Yeah. It's a comfort. It's just, I'm like, I do not need to see yeah. all the way up to your belly button, mate. Why have a six pack when you can have a whole keg? Hey! <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> anyway, that's my rant about real estate agents. I feel like if they're going to do their job, and they're just used car salesmen. Mm. That's all they are. Except they're worse because, like, a used car can be shit and no one's ever going to buy it. But at night, you know, apart from the low clearance rate that's been happening recently houses are going to get sold yeah and they're just a, a mediator for no reason but let's get back to the guy why was he not wearing a belt i, I don't understand sorry, either. this is real estate agent did you not stop him and say 
I know we're supposed to be looking at this house, but sir, I have 72 questions. Yeah. One, what, where's the belt? <laughs> Two, put on the belt. <laughs> Three, what is belt? Four, why is belt? Five, why is the body corporate as expensive as you say it is? I don't understand that. So, co- so uh, where are you getting the house? What, what house? Where are you getting the house? When's the house warm? Well, I haven't purchased anything yet. Oh, God, jeez. Hurry up. <laughs> Big decision. He's got to find the right real yeah. estate agent. Isn't the housing market on a, like a slump at the moment? Bit isn't of a slump. This, isn't this the prime opportunity? That's why we're looking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that, Kieran. I can't even make a joke. So I'm going to hand it over to you now and give us some news for the week. All right. Well, before I get to my article, Ryan, what is the laziest thing you've done at work? Oh, play paper I.O. Paper what? Paper, I, like one of those internet games. Oh, okay. You know, when I should be working, I just swivel over to my laptop and just uh, play a little cheeky game. Fair enough. Uh, Turch? The laziest thing I've ever done at work. Mm. Um, I probably just play a game. Oh, wait, I take my back. Taking a really long shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the job owes you a really long shit, though. <laughs> I think it's part of the, part of the experience of work. I think so too. Drunk baggage handler falls asleep in hold, flies to Chicago. <laughs> you know, Either I've are... heard this story before or this happens more often than it should. <laughs> That's pretty impressive because people usually can't sleep on planes, but this guy <laughs> slipped on the baggage. <laughs> in Chicago, police say a baggage handler told them he was drunk when he fell asleep in a... Why are you drunk? <laughs> He's at Just work. adds another layer. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Drunk when he fell asleep in a cargo hold and flew from Kansas City to Chicago. American Airlines says the the Piedmont Airlines Piedmont Airline. Never heard of them. Well done. Employee was working American Flight 363 on Saturday when the Boeing 737 left Kansas City International Airport with the handler in a heated and pressurized cargo hold. Chicago police spokesman Anthony Gugulimi Gugulami One and done, Kieran, one and done. <laughs> says he Just was pick found. one and commit. Yeah. <laughs> says he was found when the flight landed about an hour later at Chicago's O'Hare Airport. The spokesman said the handler told police he was intoxicated and had fallen asleep. No charges were filed and he was sent back to Kansas City. So he just whatever. <laughs> Pardon? It's just whatever, really. Like, yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, we can't... What, what, what would they charge him with? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Fair evasion? <laughs> he slept, what, he slept in the cattle... Uh, on the cattle, the cattle <laughs> class, yeah. They slept in, like, the baggage area. Yeah. I just think... So, does that mean that travelling by the baggage the area is free? I think we should get on top of this. I guess so. Uh, only if you're drunk. What? Well, that's easy. <laughs> oh, gee, No. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't do a d- an international flight <laughs> in the baggage area, but the domestic well, I'd do an hour. An hour is fine, but there's no food served, you know, on international, so I wouldn't be doing it. Who needs the food? You're drunk and passed out. That's true. Now nah, after 14 hours, you're gonna you're gonna wake up after eight. Uh, what, 14? I thought we were doing domestic. Yeah, I said no international, <laughs> but domestic I could probably yeah, yeah, do. do. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. You know, what's the longest domestic flight we have here? What three, four hours to Perth? Be four Darwin? or five. Yeah. Yeah. Could probably have a couple a of short drinks. Nap. Have a couple of drinks beforehand. Go into the back, have a nap. Bring a up. suitcase full of booze with you. Does that mean he you would go through the like the baggage claim thing? <laughs> like <laughs> as a kid, you've always wanted to sit on it and just go around. Like that would be is a it, dream. Is he come just true. rolling out on a little cavea belt? Yeah, yeah. Wee! <laughs> and he, you know, your family pick you up. <laughs> Do you what if nobody them? claims you? <laughs> you can still go home. <laughs> American Airlines should be like, well, if that's the way you came, that's the way you can go back. Back in, the <laughs> back in the cargo hold. I just want to see all the wristbands he gets, all the stickers of where he's going to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, no, good. Uh, Ryan, do you have an article for us? <laughs> well, considering I had no idea I was going to be... Hold on, let me just jump on my phone. No, it's okay. I think, I've got, I think I've got something here that, uh, to, uh, that Ryan's going to want to talk, uh, have a chat about and... Uh, have an impact on or have something. Hang to on, say I'm not going to let Ryan off this this I'm, easy. I'm just scrolling down Facebook. <laughs> he knows and the I'm form- going to read out the first thing I see. <laughs> he knows the format of the That's show. Okay. The guest Look- must bring it. He's brought in an article before. <laughs> the guest must bring in an article. It doesn't matter that he was invited five minutes before the show started. He accepted. I didn't really accept. I just hung around for pizza and scotch. That's true. 
So, so I'm going to bring this one up and it's a sad sort of thing. The Simpsons, after all this sort of time, are actually going to drop the Apu character from the show. Oh, no. Absolutely, completely. I think we've talked about this before, but let me just catch you up on the story, everyone. So after 28 years of working behind the counter of Springfield's Quickie Mart, Indian shopkeeper Apu is going to be dropped from The Simpsons, uh, the sources close to the program have claimed. Any uh, idea how they're going to do that? Just never mention him again? Just, yeah, I think they're just going to drop, drop the character altogether. Uh, peop- and um, that's about it. So, yeah, so this all happened because of a uh, TV documentary called The Problem with a Pooh. Uh, the documentary's presenter, US comedian Harry Condobaloo, claimed the character is tainted by a little bit of poison of racism. He stated, A Pooh reflected how America viewed us. Uh, servile, de- uh, devious, and goofy. Uh, he he stated that rather than calling for a poo to be killed off, he urges the rise to keep him and, and complicate him and making him less of a stereotype. But uh, they actually tried earlier this year to like you know sort of balance things out with with mm. the character in an episode called "No Good Goes No Good Read Goes Unpunished." The Simpsons reacted to the controversy around surrounding a poo. The episode sees Marge introduce Lisa to her favourite children's book, but then is shocked by the racist stereotypes and attempts to rewrite them to suit modern sensitivities. Lisa is then bored by the revised versions and Marge asks Lisa what to do. Lisa replies, it's hard to say something that started decades ago and was applauded and inoffensive is now politically incorrect. Uh, What can you do? She then points to a picture of a poo with don't have a cow man written on it. And that, and the both characters say that they'll deal with the issue later. Sort of saying like, "Look, there's nothing we can do about the past. We'll deal with it as going Why forward." Why are they folding into this political uh, correctness? Number one, I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, so I don't care. Understand. After season fifteen, yeah. it went downhill from there. Yeah, well, yeah. So even season fifteen's a stretch. Yeah. So I don't watch it anymore. But, uh, but actually i watched classic simpsons the other day oh my classics good oh my god that was just amazing (laughs) so many great lines anyway oh look they're finally getting i guess dropping the character out of the show and again i don't really watch the simpsons but for me like this is big because they're removing a character well then bloody move all the other stereotypes that they have in there and this i think we brought this up last time we sort of talked about this when this controversy sort of kicked up a little bit like there's characters like you know um like the like the Italian chef, obviously Fat Tony, you got groundskeeper Willie, you got Bumblebee Man. I mean, even uh, Krusty being Jewish is mm. really a stereotype. Like all the characters in The Simpsons are a stereotype because it's a very quick way to per, you know to show off a character and their motivations and this and that to a mass audience in a very short a span of time. Like even if one episode of The Simpsons was your first episode you can understand lots of the characters because of those stereotypes. But lots of those characters, even Apu included, were but all... But they're stereotypes because there is some element of truth. Of course. To those stereotypes. That's it, but it's, that's it. it's an easy way to, to, to have that character's personality or, or, or character type come across. I mean, even Homer's a stereotype, the bumbling buffoon idiot dad. Hmm. You know, or Marge, the, the homemaker, or Bart, the, the rebel... Or Lisa, the smart middle child. You know what I mean? Like, they're all stereotypes in their own way. And to say one stereotype is worse than another. The amazing CEO of a podcast. <laughs> but isn't it kind of the point where, like, they all started off as stereotypes, but the show's been around so long that they've all been built on and flushed out, well, and they and have, like, all the characters have such nuance to them. Like, and that's what I, uh, that's one of the big things that I was going to like, say. Like, really... I, I wrote down a bunch of things that I know that a, a poo has done. This is, like, you know, I, didn't, I thought to myself, let me try and write down as much as I could about the character and then then i'll google you know some other stuff mm. but by the time i finish my list which is like half a page long here like i'm like i don't need to google anything else because so this is stuff that apu's done so he was a singer and one of the composers in the band the b-sharps you know doing baby on board and stuff mm. like that baby on board boom, you know? boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Uh, so before he was married, he was known as a, as a lead, leading le- ladies' man. Remember, he because he owns a PhD and runs his own shop. But remember, he was like up for auction. Yes. And a bunch of women like all 
gave money for the like bachelorette op- bachelor option uh, before he got married to Manjula. Uh, he became a nat- uh, uh, U.S. citizen, holds a PhD in computer science. He became became the lead singer of Sungazer. I don't know if you remember that, but there was a later episode where they make a band and he gets picked up to go perform and sing for a big band. He's a father of eight children. He's a fantastic husband and uh, like. Remember that episode? It became oh, yeah. like for the seven days of Valentine. A fantastic husband. What about when he cheated on his wife? Yeah, but you know, in general. But there you go. <laughs> that's a stereotype. <laughs> but that's another character development that you know probably wouldn't really make the stereotype of of an Indian man in the in the minds of the American public, I guess. So that's even different, more more different than we think. It actually did have that here that he was unfaithful to Manjula. There you go. And then uh, he was friends with Elton John and Paul McCartney. Both of them uh, performed for him on top of the Quickie Mart back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's going to be sad to see it, Pugo, because he was a great character. I'd, my favourite episode with him is when he loses his job at the Quickie Mart. Uh, James Woods becomes the uh, yeah, Quickie yeah. Mart, <laughs> uh, running the Quickie Mart. But this like, seems like a slippery slope now that they're, they're caving in, basically, and removing him. I mean, who, who do you think is going to be next? Well, I mean, we we're talking about how there's so many stereotypes on there. Like, surely there's going to be. Well, a next the good one. thing is, I've already, I already, I have two ideas of who I think they're going to get to run the Quickie Mart from now on. So remember when the Simpsons went to Little Palasquella Malamort or whatever that place is called, and Lisa made some friends there, and Homer went to the 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 other the Quickie Mart equivalent. I think that Indian man's going to come across it. Don't let my blank stare fool you. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. And then obviously Roy. <laughs> Remember Roy? He was in the Itchy and Scratchy episode. Oh, hey, everybody. Roy. <laughs> Roy. Yeah. Roy. Yeah. Because he left and he never came back, so he might come back. Hopefully Roy <laughs> comes back. I'm up for Roy. I can't believe they're still making The Simpsons. Yeah, I think... I think Who's Jerry, still watching? Yeah, I think Jerry Seinfeld said it best. I think it's like seven... Usually nine seasons of a show or ten seasons of a show. It's usually... That's when a show sort of run its course. Mm. Unless you're well, Philly. See, I, I feel this is my theory. After the Simpsons movie, which wasn't that great, yeah, they've tried to, you know. Well, they used to have fantastic writers. I mean, Jay Leno and um, what's his name? Oh, the other other late night show host, Conan O'Brien. He used to write for them as well. There's still got to be great writers out there. Ah, uh, it's just very expensive to make an episode of The Simpsons. Really. Well, Hank Azaria and Dan Castellaneta, they, they asked ridiculous fees for their vocal work. I didn't realise Azaria was still there. I thought he left. Yeah, yeah he's st- I'm pretty sure he's still there. Is that, is that you Googling there, Kieran? Yeah, yeah. Dr. Dr. Well, he, keep us factual. Well, he did yeah, the voice of absolutely. A, he did the voice of a poo, Hank Azaria. Yeah, he did so, a voice of a whole bunch of them. Mm, yeah, because there was talk of them, him leaving, and then they got him back with a new deal. But he was making, I think, like half a million bucks an episode. God damn. Yeah, so he did make a fair bit of cash. Anyway, I'm glad Apu. Uh, I'm sad Apu's going to go because mm. he was a great character. And uh, I can just, just watch the reruns of all the old episodes. And Is Matt Groening still involved? He's no, got he's, a couple other shows now going, doesn't <coughs> he? He did Futurama. Mm. He's got which, another one on Netflix. Yeah, uh, Enchant- Enchantments yeah, or Enchanted or whatever it's called. My brother watched a few episodes. He said it was all right. So. I like Futurama. Yeah. I think Futurama is the best thing he's done. Oh, there you go. It takes, it takes about costs about one to two million per episode. Who the whole episode itself? Uh, or Hank? Uh, the average American two D TV series. There you go. I'm sure the Simpsons cost more than <laughs> more, that. More than that, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, there was a Simpsons salary dispute. Yeah, that was a couple of a couple of years ago, a year ago. Yeah, Did this just become a Simpsons episode? <laughs> Speaking of Simpsons, uh, I was at PAX. Mm. You would have loved this. Yeah. There was a panel. Uh, it was called Lee Carvello's uh, Simpsons Game Reviews. <laughs> and they had a panel of four reviewing fictional games from The Simpsons. Oh, that's fantastic. Fuck, Just, that's what I forgot. Mm? I started an application for us to get media passes for PAX. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you might gonna, have missed your chance. We we're going we to do a podcast there. Shit. Well, well, we did do it. <laughs> well, I know PAX was on, but uh, I think Blizzard came out recently and did something really stupid. I don't know if anyone saw that. I, I should have put the audio in, but uh, they announced like a Diablo game for mobile phones only. Mobile phones. I know that they were doing a um, 
Well, they announced well, they've, it. They've, they've got it on, what's their little yeah, fucking like, thing? Oh, the, like a, a Game Boy or something yeah, like that. Or something. Whatever the fuck Well, they, well, they announced thought, a new Diablo game's going to be, instead of Diablo 4, they're going to put uh, this console, like um, mobile game instead. Oh, fuck and that. everyone in the crowd went, oh, like booed them. And <laughs> Good. And then it's like, oh, come on, guys. You all own mobile phones. <laughs> And it's just like, ah, oh, well, you just lost everyone that's ever going to... This explains some of the memes I've been seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty funny. They like, just sort of shot themselves in the foot. Same as when um Xbox three, like Xbox One stated that they're going to be online the whole time. Mm. And then like in an interview later, it's just like, well, if they don't want to be online the whole time, they can just buy an Xbox 360. It's like, oh man, that's just how you lose <laughs> business, man. <laughs> You don't gonna tell gamers what they can. Well, let's and can't just do. antagonize our fan base. Oh, they love that shit. Terrible, Kieran. You got another another article for us? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like mired by the world of <laughs> games. Um, <clears throat> well, talking about you know terrible press releases, uh, or or media training as people do. Killer segue. Uh, thank you. Um, not gonna lie, I was half asleep while you guys were talking. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so this is a pretty uh, drunken, like slow episode. We've all had a few drinks. Uh, Speaking of which, I'm Melbourne. empty. I'm gonna get celebrate, stuck into yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Uh, what the is Melbourne this? Cup? Tosca. Uh, yeah, it's good. You like Tosca it from Sky. It's a single malt. It is a single malt. Uh, and tonight's episode is proudly brought to you, and they're a return sponsor. That is Talisker Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, established in 1830. Aged 10 years, it's the only distillery on the Isle of Skye. It is made by the sea. And, uh, can you <laughs> smell that, listeners? Can you smell that? Oh, that is Talisker, trademark, like Single scotch. Malt Scotch Whiskey. All right, we've got an update here. Yep. On what? Human poo falling <laughs> through ceiling only hit patients' feet. <laughs> Cheltenham General Hospital clarifies. <laughs> More details, please. <laughs> oh no, that's it. Next article. <laughs> it is an update. I'll repeat that again. An update. Human poo falling through ceiling only hit patients' feet. Woo woo woo! Poo alert! Poo alert! <laughs> Human poo from a faulty toilet that fell through a ceiling and onto a patient. <laughs> At Cheltenham General Hospital, only hit her feet, a spokesperson has said. Wait, wait. <laughs> Can you read that sentence again? Because I understood this. A toilet fell through the floor, hit the patient, and then the poo only hit her feet. That's how I understood this. Human poo from a faulty toilet that, okay. that fell what? through a ceiling <laughs> and onto a patient only hit her feet. So the toilet did fall through as well. Is that how I'm on, understanding it? Onto like, the patient? Is that how yeah. I'm I don't think the toilet fell onto okay, the patient. Okay. I think it's just the poo fell. Uh, I'd love to be the spokesperson for this, though, like getting in front of the press. It only hit their feet. <laughs> I want to be very clear with that fact. Oh, that would be that would be the press conference with the most clarifications. <laughs> Guys, stop. I repeat. I, I, need, I need to say this again. I repeat. Just we half are the audience hands go up. <laughs> Does anybody have a question for me? Any not about poo? <laughs> Basically, they're saying, we are liable, but it only hit her feet. <laughs> Good. Okay. On Wednesday, uh, Gloucestershire Live reported that... <laughs> <laughs> Not while I'm drinking, here. <laughs> reported that the woman had been covered in human excrement as it fell onto her ward from above. The Gloucestershire Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust has since contacted us to say that the waste matter hit her uncovered feet only. They said that they had nothing to do, uh, nothing to add to the statement issued by the trust. I want to know how her feet were out because those hospital beds really tuck in mm. the sheets, like at the bottom. You know, that's why it's got that's the hospital bed tuck. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah, right up there with the um, the, the hotel tuck. Yeah, yeah, hotel tuck. One tuck, one no tuck. You know, I, I just love their press release. Uh, earlier today, a fault in part of a pipe above a ward at the hospital resulted in a patient coming into contact with waste from that pipe. <laughs> All patients in the area were immediately relocated, the section of the pipe and its ceiling tiles replaced, and the area cleaned and made safe. Was this, was this pipe straight out of one toilet, <laughs> or was it like you know a pipe where uh, several toilets kind of... Straight down from the of... end. 
kind of come together. We've got to do some more investigative journalism here. We've talked about toilets. I need you on the scene, there, Kieran. We need more answers. <laughs> Whilst we recognise that this was a deeply unpleasant experience, <laughs> we have reassured our patient that any clinical risk as a result of this accident is minimal and we have apologised to those affected. Sorry you got shit on ya, but you'll be fine. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> Suck it up. One sponge bath later. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it. We're not going to take responsibility but because it, it only hit her feet. Well, they're taking hey, responsibility. They said sorry. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Sometimes people just want to hear a sorry. They don't want actually yeah. anything to be fixed. They just want to hear the sorry. Thank God Do you say is- sorry to her face or to her feet? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, yes. Kieran, I have... Uh, I'll be going to a wedding this weekend. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, suit talk round two. Suit talk round what two. What tie are you going to wear? I've got a like a paisley sort of one. So it's looking pretty nice. And what colour suit? The blue suits, like a light blue kind of suit. Light blue kind of suit, yeah. Yeah, and then like a sort of a uh, lightish purple sort of uh, shirt, mm-hmm. and then a, a paisley sort of sort of tie. Sounds enchanting. Yeah, it's gonna look good. Is that gonna match Jess's outfit? No, 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 no. no she, she'll no. be wearing black. Okay, all right. <laughs> to to a wedding? Oh, it's got silver on it. I don't know. Does she not agree with this wedding? Are you not allowed to wear black to a wedding? It seems weird. It seems ominous. No, you I feel like guys can wear a black suit to a wedding. <laughs> no, they look like a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't wear a black, t- a black, uh, a, a white shirt with a black tie. No, like a bow tie. Can't wear the bow tie. Mm. Yeah, or a, a cumberbat. Like mm. you can't, a cumberbat. Like you know, then mm. you look like a waiter. Next time we go to Vietnam, I need to get a, a lighter suit because I realise <laughs> mine are very conservative looking. Yeah, I I kept telling you to get something crazy, like I did. You never you never listen. Why do you never do you never listen to me, Kieran? Let's take the podcast to Vietnam. We'll do a Vietnam can, special. Can we can we get a couples therapy, Kieran? I feel like you don't listen to me. <laughs> we need to communicate better. <laughs> we'll, we'll go there. It's halfway through, like th- three sessions. The, the, the therapist will be like, but you, know, you guys aren't a couple. Yeah, but we've got issues. <laughs> I need to sort this out. Well, speaking of issues and speaking of weddings, this bridesmaid. How's this? Bridesmaid secretly fattens up bridesmaids. No way. Bride secretly fattens up bridesmaids before the wedding. This is this because she doesn't want to lose weight and was like, oh, fuck, it's well, easy, it's so easy to get them I fat? I thought you could, could you do something for me? Because you're a doctor now, you're a, profess, you're, prof, you're a professional, you understand psychology, you understand people. This is written in the first person, so she's writing about herself. Like she's saying, you know. This is the girl getting married. The girl getting married. Yeah. And I want you to psychoanalyze how insane she actually is. Because okay. I read it and I'm like, oh my God, this person's got issues. Mm-hmm. So... My sisters and I have always been competitive with each other. I'm the second of three girls and we're super close. Except when we drive each other nuts and we can't stand each other. That never lasts long though because I don't think we can live without each other. Women with sisters will understand what I mean. We all live together along with my fiancé Richie. What? (laughs) I'm not done yet. (laughs) Sorry, what? When I announced we were getting married, it was my sisters I told first, and we immediately began planning. It was very exciting. But having your fiancé and your bridesmaids all in one house means things can get intense. I've been planning my wedding because I knew what a bride was, and I knew I was getting a little bridezilla-ish, but this wedding-focused atmosphere may have sent me into the stratosphere. I started obsessing about every tiny detail... And it was pretty much all I spoke about. Now, I understand this. So far, apart from living together with your two sisters and your fiancé. Which is a terrible idea. Which is insanity. The rest I get. Like, girls get a bit crazy when it comes to only talking about wedding stuff if it's their wedding and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, we, we know how stressful weddings are because before there's a wedding, we've got to organise a game of golf. Yeah. And that can be very stressful out on the golf field. Golf field. <laughs> <laughs> when you're trying to score those golf goals. Ah, ah good, good punt. <laughs> really good hit. That what one. a catch. <laughs> so, anyway, my elder sister Maggie has always been the disciplined and serious one. She's a high school musical teacher and everyone loves her. She's always had this air of smug about her, like she's got the world figured out. She was dead set jealous that I was getting married before her. I couldn't tell. 
My younger sister Charlie is fun and flirty. All the guys fall in love with her, but she complains that they don't take her seriously. She's an artist and a children's book illustrator who works from home. She never. She says she never wants to get married. Hang on a second. There's her, so she lives in the house and she works at the house. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. I always felt like Jan Brady in the middle. I wasn't as hot as or as popular as my older sister and I wasn't as cute as funny as my younger sister. I was just Penny in the middle. But I found out, I found a man who loved me for who I am and I couldn't be happier. Normal so far. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Mm-hmm. Kinda. With all that planning and after the meeting with the photographer and discussing dresses with my sisters, I started to think about what my wedding photos were going to look like. Well, probably the more correct statement would be that I started obsessing over them. These were going to be on display in my home forever. I don't want to be reminded until the last day on earth that I was a plain sister. So here, here's where it sort of takes a bit of a, a twist. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put in a guess right here. She hires ugly people to be her sisters. Uh, even weirder. I set about making sure my sisters looked as ordinary as possible on my big day. As much as I could okay, without so, so being totally obvious about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> she's got... She's got... <laughs> Do you want me to continue the story, Kieran? <laughs> no, no, he's still he's still working it out yeah, in his head. Yeah, I'll continue. All Sorry, right. I've just gone back. My brain has just gone ding. Hang on a second. She thinks her older sister's something and her younger sister is something <laughs> and she's not either of those. No. So they're wicked. Yeah. But she's found her man. She should be fucking happy that yeah. she's found her man. So we're all fair skinned and blonde and I demanded that the bridesmaid dress wore a neon yellow that made them look washed out and slightly ill. I told them I was going for a fun party look, but I was thrilled that the colour made them both look ill. <laughs> but by far the worst thing I did was to fatten up my sisters in the months leading up to the <laughs> wedding. Every morning I was a picture of sunshine and morning glow as I insisted on making breakfast smoothies for everyone. I told them I wanted them to all look our best for the wedding day, so I was making them special slimming smoothies. (laughs) I even went as far as buying a weight loss shake and emptying the contents, filling it instead with mega weight gain protein powder I found at the bodybuilding shop. At first, I went easy, but month by month before the wedding, I was adding... By the month before the wedding, I was adding uh, adding a triple the prescribed amount to... The, uh, to Maggie and Charlie's smoothie, leaving my own simply as fruit and coconut water. That is diabolical. <laughs> Kieran, wow. what's wrong with this girl? Hang on a second. What? Um, what? Why? <laughs> I don't want to read. The rest basically just says like, you know, they came Why like, is she writing this? I don't know. I mean, obviously the names have been changed in the article. Did uh, Did the sisters find out? Do we know anything about them? <coughs> Well you, well, you know a little bit about the Can we ones call that, the sisters on the show? I would love to talk to <laughs> them. Uh, I think... Fucking hell, that's hilarious. Um, she's got problems, man. See, I want to understand, like, you know, if you were, if that, someone was to come in and thing? tell you that story, what would you sort of... Like, what would you think automatically? You're a manipulative bitch and get out of my house. <laughs> what if they came to your clinic? Oh, I would suck them for all the money that I can get out of them. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's not the correct answer. Um, I would suck them for all the money <laughs> and help them get better. No, they, that is just... Um, that's like narcissistic. It's pretty horrible. Like, not only that, she feels like she's in between these two. Like, these two girls are better than her. Uh, without knowing her and completely making an assumption. But again, she wrote the article. Oh, my God. She seems so narcissistic that I would actually be, like, into the sisters. Like, I don't think you need her. Get her the fuck out of your life. Oh, what about the gentleman? What about the gentleman she's marrying? Similar sort of story, or uh, they'll be divorced in a few years. So oh, be there fine. you go. Just, <laughs> God have mercy on his soul. That's yeah. that's it's pretty bad. I, I I feel like when a man meets a woman and the woman has narcissistic tendencies and is controlling and dominating, I feel like at some point the man will realize and wake up, yeah. and we just hope that. That man's friends haven't long gone and forgotten him. Unless the man feels like he is in some kind of similar similar situation where he will accept anything because he's in a relationship. Maybe. Yes. Maybe he's feeling like the, the runt middle child of his family. Especially if he hasn't 
had a relationship in a really long time. And that's the best he thinks he can get. That's the best he thinks he can get. Yeah. Yeah. Poor bloke. And he's like, well, now at least I have the slimmest of the three sisters. (laughs) That's true. Mm. (laughs) For now. (laughs) But the plainest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's no cure for plain. Yeah. I I feel like for us, it'd be like, one day suit shopping, that's it. I think so. Ryan, you're in charge of the suit. In fact, (laughs) you would be like, hey, Kieran, this is what I'm picking out. I'd be like, great, fantastic. Oh my God, I'm going to run with this. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. I I approve. Hold on to that, buddy. Yeah, because I was doing some for my mate and he's... I only bought a shirt because we spotted each other at the at the shopping center, and I said, "Oh, what's uh, what shirt are we going to get?" He goes, "Oh, we haven't picked yours up. Let's go pick it up now." <laughs> Very organized. <laughs> I looked great. <laughs> Efficiencies. Efficiency. That's what I want. Efficiency. Cutco. Uh, problem solving. Uh, buzzwords. <laughs> Synergy. Can you please tell us your Bottom idea lines. again? We're sitting down for dinner, having some pizza, and this guy was telling us <laughs> about virtual reality um, security. Counter-terrorism. Ca- counter-terror- counter-terrorism. <laughs> um, buzzwords. Uh, cameras. Hey, come on. The Victorian elections are coming up. I'm, I'm hooked on all these buzzwords. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, faster mm. travel time and road tolls. Yeah, and yeah. That election's coming up real soon levels. this, this is month. Just, I, is it just me? I don't feel like there's been a lot of campaigning. I don't even know that... Has Parliament stopped? Yeah. yeah it, st- so. it stopped a while ago. I haven't, I haven't been to work in a while. I mean, I don't work there. <laughs> you don't know who this is. Yeah. 24th of November. Sausage sizzle day. Sausage well, sizzle day. Sticking to what seems to be your kind of marriage theme tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't find an article on my phone, but I did randomly come across 27 uh, ways to get a husband. <laughs> Please, let's, let's go through Let's all. deconstruct these. I'm in for this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number one. Be nice to everybody. <laughs> they may have an eligible brother or son. Get a government job overseas. What? Volunteer for jury duty. You can, you can, just, you can volunteer. And what? also, by the way, jury duty. Oh, man, that is a passionate, romantic setting. Have you done jury duty? I went to jury duty and uh, the trains weren't working. So uh, apparently like 60% of the jury pool and like 90% of the staff didn't rock up and some guy just walks up and he's like, well, no jury today. So no, you know, the courts are uh, shut down for the day. (laughs) Go home. You're marked off as being done your jury duty. And also they were like, by the way, if you don't want to tell your employees, you can just take the day off and still get paid. Brilliant. So yeah, it was good jury duty. It was good jury duty. Uh, ooh, be justice. friendly to ugly men. <laughs> oh, handsome is as handsome does. What? This is this sounds like a real winning list. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends that you are interested in getting married. Don't keep it a secret. No. <laughs> Get lost at football games. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hang on. Get lost at football games and then do what? Find a man. Find, find a husband. I'm lost. So what you have because to do is, men find women I, who are lost extremely attractive. So what you have to go is you have to go, I'm lost, but I'm also really interested in getting married. <laughs> oh, he will be just be like, ding, 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 winner. <laughs> Jackpot. Don't take a job in a company run largely by women. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish there was a date on this article, on this list. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's just get a job demonstrating fishing tackle in a sporting goods store. On a plane, train, or bus, don't sit next to a woman, sit next to a man. <laughs> Is this satire? Is this satire? I, I hope so. I love it. Just kind of, these are just scenarios to just be around men. They don't tell you in any way of like how so to. It's really easy. I think you just got to go to a bar and, and just, feed the man and just be like, can I buy you a drink? And I guarantee you, more than 70% of the time, you'll get a good response to that. Yeah, and just get him a beer. It'll be like, what, seven bucks? Seven bucks, eight bucks. That's cheap, yeah. Uh, where am I on this list? Go to all reunions of, uh, of your high school or college class. There may be widowers there. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> widowers? There may be widowers there. <laughs> Wait, widowers that, were, that went to your high school? Because they're going to know you. But do they mean the other side of that equation? Like widowers of the people who went to the high I'm, school? I'm guessing it's the, the widowers of other people who went to the high school. I mean, who's like, oh man, my husband died, but I better go to his <laughs> high school reunion. Let everyone there know. There may be other widowers there. 
<laughs> or women trying to get a husband. The next one is go to AA meetings. To, <laughs> like, you know. Wait, have you seen this list? <laughs> go to the library. Oh, yes. Uh, don't be afraid to associate with more attractive girls. They may have some leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this list just keeps on delivering. Go back to your hometown for a visit. The wild kid next door may have become a very eligible bachelor while you were away. I like how women give other women bad advice. Like if a guy was, if you were to go up to a guy and go, oh, what's like, you know, if you start to get into cricket again or something, it's like, oh, what's the best cricket bat? A hundred guys that know cricket would be like, look, this is the best one for this price, but do this to this one and it's just as good, but saves you a little bit of money. Girls give advice like this and trying to fatten each other up. It's like, where can I meet men? Oh, you should definitely run around at a football game. And get lost. And get lost. So you think one of the ways to get a husband is to give other women terrible advice at finding husbands, <laughs> thus leaving yourself more husbands to get. It's a cunning, cunning plan. Very cunning. And then fatten up your sisters once you are ready to get married. All right, here's another one. Don't room with a girl who is a sad sack and let her pull you down to her level. Oh, we're only like halfway through this. Is this, is this is I this think the, we've got a lot to I mull think, over there. I think this might be the same woman who wrote the article that I wrote. This is like, <laughs> six, like you know, two years before. And this is like, two, like you know, after two years, she just wrote this now. It's like, I'm getting married and stuff like that by fattening up my, and I'm fattening up my sisters. <laughs> uh. Well, speaking of the women theme, woman left with... <laughs> <laughs> Woman left with farting boob after botched breast job. <laughs> farting boob. Uh, warning, there is graphic photos uh, with this article. Oh, thank you. <laughs> for this uh, audio podcast. Watch out, everyone. Just in case you can hear um, pictures over the internet. I-, I will happily describe these farting boobs. <laughs> A mother was left with one farting boob after the boob job. Her ex-boyfriend suggested she had gone... Very wrong. Ex-model Emily Nolan had breast implants put in when she was 23 years old to please her boyfriend at the time, who told her that real women have boobs. At the time... (laughs) What a scam! (laughs) At the time, Emily wasn't overly happy about going under the knife for her procedure, but she wanted to do it to make her boyfriend happy. Now 32, Emily tolerated years of pain in her shoulders and neck as a result of her 36 DD boobs. That's big boobs. Yeah, it's a bit above average. That's uh, 36 double D boobs. As well (laughs) as dealing with embarrassing fart-like noises coming out of them whenever she would raise her arms. So she doesn't blame the dog. Also, whenever I lift my arms, say, to hug a friend, the implants would make an awful, not to mention embarrassing fart noise. Tell me there is an example on this article. Uh, There's the picture, right? Okay, that that is a woman just taking a picture in front of a mirror. Wearing a bra. There's... It doesn't seem to be anything particularly fantastic going on here. <laughs> I certainly can't see the farts. <laughs> right, right there and there. If she did that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he she just pointed at the woman with her arms down <laughs> and suggested if she raised them. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she might have had a boob fart then. That's why she's smiling in the photo. She lifted up her arm to take the photo <laughs> in the mirror and said... <laughs> <laughs> That uh, would be such a, like, a, uh, if, if guys did that, it'd be like one of those things about, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> hey guys, check out what I can do. <laughs> I'll tell a little terrible joke. A guy walks into the, uh, the doctors and goes, doctor, doctor, I've been doing silent farts, but they're absolutely like the worst smell ever. Look, I just let one go there and you know, it just happens all the time. Oh, I let go of two right then. Doctor, you got to help me. Oh, I just did three silent farts. Then. Doctor, you got to help me. What's wrong? He goes, well, first of all, you're deaf. <laughs> Terrible joke. Thank you, everybody. It was so bad, I, I didn't laugh. Yeah, thank you. We'll add in some laughing sound yeah. effects. <laughs> no, no, there we you have go. sound effects. You can effects. just use that and multiply it. Yeah. <laughs> just layer it. <laughs> yeah. 50 layers of teehee. <laughs> yeah. what, oh. what do you have for us, Turch? Oh, we've got time for a very quick one, I think. Some more things about government spending. Excellent. Simply irresponsible. The Air Force spends $326,000 on coffee cups. It keeps breaking. Wait, say that again. So, the Air Force is, has spent $326,000 on coffee cups that it keeps breaking. American Some more Air things Force about government Australian spending. 
Do they mention how many they spent on spoons? No. But an Air Force, <laughs> an Air Force, <laughs> Karen, <laughs> an Air Force official admitted the branch multiple purchases of coffee cups that keep, break easily cost $1,280 each is simply irresponsible, vowing to pursue ways to fix the mugs instead of continually buying new ones. Buying and replacing the special mugs, which can be reheat, can reheat liquids on board air refueling tankers in flight, has cost the Air Force $326,785 since 2016. Uh, the Air Force has purchased uh, 300 and 91 cups <laughs> over the past two years, totaling that $326,000, an average of $835 a cup. That's an expensive cup. You are right to be concerned about the high cost in spare parts, and I remark thankful, uh, remain thankful to have your support in addressing the problem, uh, said, said Wilson, detailing a new effort to 3D print such otherwise costly or irreplaceable parts. Uh, the Air Force Rapid Sustainment Office found in July they can actually 3D print the replacement cups handles for about 50 cents each, which negated buying the whole cup <laughs> for 1280 It is simply irresponsible to spend thousands of dollars on manufactured parts when we have the technology to produce those parts ourselves. There you go. That is a fantastic waste of money. So they've bought well, these well, cups about thousand about, bucks. You pop. say waste of money. The money doesn't just evaporate. They're putting that money back into the economy because that's going to the companies that are producing the cups who and, are hiring, and feeding stuff. those families. Yeah, you know, and that those company, people now have jobs. That company was solving a real problem in the Air yep. Force, and that problem was charged at a premium. I say money well spent. It's, I, it's getting right back out into uh, the world. Absolutely, but you know what? I'm it's happy- helping families on 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 the ground. I'm on happy, the ground, I I'm says. happy for them to purchase the cups for two and a half thousand dollars, uh, two thousand, uh, one thousand two hundred dollars each. But instead of repairing for fifty cents, send them back to the supplier. Get them to fix it. Send them back for two thousand dollars, or buy new ones. Perfect. But re- if they do break, repair them yourself. I think that's fair. No, no, no. Or just get regular cups. It's regular a government. Mugs. It's a government organization, Turch. There's processes and procedures. Yeah, it's true. To keep people employed and to have jobs. Don't tell anyone. Just tape it Jobs and growth. Jobs Jobs and growth. That's what it's all about. That's the bottom line, friends. And Kieran is also running for Victorian state government. Vote Kieran. (laughs) Vote number one, Kieran. (laughs) A vote for Kieran is a vote for Kieran. (laughs) I promise if I'm elected, I will have many a lunches and many a dinners on the taxpayer's dollar. Kieran will make jobs great again. (laughs) I will, I, I, in fact, and I won't even turn up to Parliament half the time. Yeah, showing up to Parliament, that's a waste of taxpayers' money. <laughs> he could be out there spending... He could be kissing babies. He could be... <laughs> community <laughs> engagement. He is could be shaking people's hands. He I could hear be the wearing... best community engagement happens at the pub. Actually, yes, and, and, and I should be an advocate for taking mental health days. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Every second day. <laughs> Sleeping in to recuperate. Did I say that right? Recuperate. recuperate yep and you know yes I, I i think this is a winning ticket and with that people i think we've come to the end of the show right oh, i had a rant and everything <laughs> well record it send it to us just like all our lovely lovely wankers and if you would like <laughs> any more of this sort of stuff please listen to us on soundcloud itunes youtube instagram and facebook for all your wanking needs and if you'd like to send us a hate mail a death threat or a rant Record it on your phone and email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you for another fantastic show. Yeah, my pleasure. And we will see you all next, next Thursday. Another brilliant episode. I had one more article, which was priest who compared sex to pizza earns ministerial rebuck. Did you hear they're going to do a Pokemon Go version for priests? No way. Yeah, you can catch little boys. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> You're still recording, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>